0: And welcome to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. As always, I'm your co-host, Beans, with my other co-host. Here's JP. Here we go. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Sponsored by Gatorade this time. Yes. So really, that's an improvement over the last time we were here with, uh, I mean, I still <laughs> have the mason jar, I guess. Ball mason jar. Had, but you've gone bigly. So I had congrats.
0: To, I had to get the electrolytes back in me. It's yeah. been a long, long day. Hmm. But a good long day, not like a bad, like, yeah. it lasted forever kind yeah, of day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, at least you're hydrating appropriately. You're approaching things, you know, the right way. Getting big and strong. It's important. It's important. You're a growing boy and yeah, you continue absolutely. to... Still you know, growing do. at
0: 23, <laughs> in case anyone was wondering, in a good way, not a bad
1: way. So I had one of those spectacular encounters that everybody can relate to and enjoy greatly where I interacted with a elderly relative that I haven't seen for, I don't know how long, long enough that I don't remember what their name <laughs> is. I had to be reminded by my mom. That's so great. I, it felt, I felt super juvenile, but this particular elderly relative was like, have you grown four inches since I last saw you? I was like, well, when I truly we- don't know. Like, When was the last time we interacted? I, I don't know. Has it been, you know... <laughs> Eighteen years, <laughs> so perhaps four, four inches. Which way, right? But uh, if it's been in the last decade, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but if it was just, from I when I was it. twelve, I couldn't. Uh, maybe it. a few. I'm. I'm a firm. Thirty-three years old, and I can't say that I've been asked the question related to have you grown? Uh, how? I, I don't how know old it. are they? How do old enough for that to really be an inquiry right like probably in their 60s 70s at most and so i'm just like what what are we doing here exactly so anyhow well hi there so a little (laughs) little fandom you know you can just go that way (laughs) this tends to happen so uh, anyhow, that, that was that was my night. You exerted yourself, yes. you know, pushed yourself Played physically. Sports. Wow, great for you and I. I'm ate an athlete pizza and interacted with elderly relatives. Gatorade. So you're trending in the right direction. I'm clearly settling. You, you're just do, you're doing is, great. Yeah. Don't this let this is my cry for help. Don't, don't let a seventy-year-old <laughs> woman tear pu- you cry down. For help. I'm not man. Even, it's not even subconscious. It's conscious. It's out there. Help me. So maybe last
0: time they saw you was when you were. 16.
1: Which, I hope so. I, I hope so. Who knows, you guys? Who knows? So, anyway. You read Thor. I did. Let's let's just segue into it, like, without a segue. Boom! Thor, folks, by Jason Aaron. Have you had a chance to piece through this I all? have oh, all? I But
0: I do know what happens. Take kind a peek of, at the pages. So oh, it's
1: been a while. So, yeah. So, we're going to try a little bit of a different format here, uh, boys and girls. We're going to definitely dive into a text on a regular basis. And in addition to that, we'll also continue to provide you the content that I'm sure you've been loving, which is our two cents, maybe even three cents on the latest multimedia offering from the Marvel Demigods. I was going
0: to say, I think you're overselling me. I was going to say maybe a cent and a half. Sure.
1: Okay. So no more than, no more than four cents. We're going to keep no it in more a modest. We're <laughs> oh. for the people, right? We're We're an economical uh. option here. Uh, But we also want to make sure that we continue to stay true to our roots of loving the comic text. And so one of my, I'm going to say recent favorites, this was a, I'm going to say within the last two years, I don't think it's been quite that long, but my boy Mike Mendoza of Fresh Time fame, RIP Ames Fresh Time, uh, a fellow comic book lover, recommended this particular uh, novel to me and it is exquisite so our boy Thor part of what is spectacular about this particular tale is listen the art is tremendous tremendous but the author Jason Aaron takes Thor and does with Thor what I think great to make a comparison Superman comics often do which is listen if you've got a character like Thor or you've got a character like Superman that has an enormous power set you go big you go cosmic and that's exactly where jason aaron goes here so blow him up oh blow him up so explosions deaths
0: oh all these things thor riding a goat because he's got two of them never forget that
1: that's one of my favorite parts of he rides like a literal humongous goat and he's got two of them it's incredible nasher and smasher nasher yes smasher no but i can't correct it with what i know that it actually is but i, I th- went for the whole santa thing I-, I love it i love it you know that's what, probably what it should be i think the artist's name is Esau and Rivek. anyway back to my guy <laughs> jason aaron jason goes cosmic so thor super powerful about as og as you can imagine but here's the deal he runs into this fella by the name of gore the god butcher Okay. Who's Gore the God Butcher? Never before seen in comics, Jason Aaron presents to us an original creation, an original bad guy, and he is tremendous. He is evil. This dude has been, according to our present day timeline, for thousands of years hunting down gods and, as his name would suggest, butchering them. So not this quick little boom, bullet to the head assassination, but some legit Nasty, drawn out. How how can I make you die like slowly and as painfully as possible? Gore's bad. He is not a good fella. Thor, as it turns out, has encountered Gore many moons ago, back in the Viking days when Thor was originally traipsing about Midgard without Mjolnir. But I think it's Janborn, his axe.
0: Yeah, is that right? right?
1: It's it's. Definitely a Jan born, uh, Could well, be... I, I'm, I'm not, not
0: sure. sure... I just flip back to that panel
1: every time. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, good, good work. Good work. <laughs> but anyhow, so there is... Part of the storyline is we're delving into time travel. Always a good time. Right? Very relevant for those of you watching Loki and game fans. But anyhow, so we're encountering Thor in the Viking days, in the present day, and... In the future. So, thousands of years in the future, we are learning that Gore the God Butcher has succeeded in his quest to slaughter all these gods. And Thor is all alone by himself on Asgard. Everybody else in Asgard is either dead or has been taken away to who knows where by Gore the God Butcher. And so, Thor, in three different timelines past, present, and future is trying to battle this. Ever growing, ever strengthening menace known as Gore the God Butcher. And the problem is, Gore just keeps getting stronger, you guys. Like, he's not getting weaker. He has gained the power of the Necro Sword.
0: We've talked about
1: that before that. for That's people right.
0: who have listened before. That's right. All
1: three of you or whatever, four cents of you. Hey, well, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, dozens. They, they, there are dozens of you and we love you. Hundreds and thousands. <laughs> maybe millions. Clearly. We won't undersell ourselves. Great time to give a shout out to my guy, Jason Growth. Mr. Growth, flattered, flattered <laughs> and humbled that you are listening to this. What, a, what an absolute treat made that it. was. Wow. We've made it. What a what a nugget that was to learn that you have <laughs> graced us with your ears. That's fantastic. Thank you, sir. Oh, love it. So, Thor battling three timelines, Necro Sword being wielded by Gore, the God Butcher, making him an exceptionally formidable foe. To the point that Gore is building a God Bomb, with which, and, and, and here's just a little tease as far as like how he made this thing. Gore travels back in time to win all of the universe was being originally created, including the original gods, slaughters one of the original gods and takes this god's heart to use as the core of the god bomb, which, when it detonates, kills all the gods, not just in the present, but in the past and in the future. So it's not just like a bomb in the sense of, hey, it explodes. It it crosses over all time. Mind-melting stuff. Phenomenal stuff. So Thor, from the past, present, and future, over the course of this story, wind up in the same timeline, trying to do battle with gore. So you've got three Thors against one gore, and let's see. And it's not a boar. Get it. Come on, that's great. That's great. And so we got Thor in the past wielding the ax, okay? You got Thor in the present, Fill in the blank with whatever you think you know about Thor. It's probably right. Wielding Mjolnir, good guy, Avenger, all that good stuff. And then Thor of the future, Odin-aged, or actually, let me correct that, older than Odin, such as we have known Odin, missing an entire arm. So instead of his own you know, biological arm, he's got the arm of the Destroyer attached to his shoulder. Not bad. And he's also wielding Mjolnir. And the Odin Force, which he now refers to as the Thor Force.
0: Which is badass.
1: Badass. So, tremendous story. I I don't want to get too deep into it in terms of spoilers because it's really worth the read. So, if you've got a spare afternoon, go find Jason Aaron's run on Thor, particularly the... And this is actually the beginning of Jason Aaron's run and so he has quite a run with it gets Thor, into yeah. yep gets into Lady Thor and we'll get into that in the future on our pro- on our podcast but this tale of Thor and the god butcher like kudos to Jason Aaron for coming up with an original nemesis that is just <laughs> freakishly formidable evil all the right kinds of qualities that you want in a bad guy and the art, there it is, yes, Isad Ribic, Stellar artwork. Like, just gorgeous stuff. And again, cosmic, big, bombastic. I mean, the stakes are enormous. There's really no other Avengers in play. It, it's Thor. It's our guy Thor on his own. And it's,
0: I'm oh, pretty sure this is what established Jason Aaron, too. 100%. Like, because now he's one of Marvel's, like, most popular writers currently. Yep. Uh, he, I think he switched over to... He do Venom for a little bit. I don't know what he's doing. But he's doing something you're else. Right. He did a little Venom. Or... I think he's doing Avengers too.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Fact check me on that. But so I have three things. Yes. One, Gore, the guy in this book. If you want to get a head start, that is going to be the main villain in the new Thor movie, right. played by Christian freaking Bale, who's gonna kill it. He's gonna I'm... kill it. I'm so excited.
1: I, I am. I am so excited.
0: I'm so excited. Let's go. Let's go. Marvelous. swear to God. If you ruin that for me, <laughs> might be yeah. done. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. I, I really do it. I have to say, Taika, if you don't have Tooth Gnasher and Tooth Grinder in that movie <laughs> as well, I'm going to be bummed out. This dude is riding a goat. That's not them. That's Maybe it's one of them reborn, but. Can we just talk about this? That dude's riding a bat. Yep. That dude's riding a warthog. This dude's riding a unicorn. Yeah. And that dude's riding a wolf. I've been thinking about that for like the past five minutes.
1: Absolutely. Who rides in on a goat? Dude, it's... Amazing. it's, It's tremendous. It's tremendous. Very imaginative. Very original. The dialogue is tremendous. Like, just the way in which Thor speaks. Like, it's that... His these oh, and nows. Yes. Have which at I these love at. Four that. days. I kind of
0: wish Chris Hemsworth did that a little bit.
1: You know, agreed. Agreed. That like, is, that's probably my biggest gripe or qualm. Gripe's a little too strong of a word because I enjoy the heck out of Chris Hemsworth's oh, yeah. store. But totally agree. How much on brand would it be for what he already is doing for him to be dropping have at these At his enemies. I I mean, it's fantastic. (laughs) He's so boastful in this comic. He's so overconfident. Like, even when he's getting his ass kicked by (laughs) Gore, he's just dropping all kinds of game, insisting that Gore is about to get, like, split in a million pieces by him, even while he's strung up and helpless. It's glorious. It it is such a fantastic just embracing of the character that Thor is. Here's something that I really appreciate about this. Jason Aaron has fun in the comic in terms of there's plenty of humor, but he doesn't have fun at the expense of, I'm kind of like apologizing for who Thor is. This is kind of a little silly, isn't it? It's just like, I've got Asgard to work with as a writer. I've got like the cosmic realms. I'm in. And he enjoys it. He doesn't apologize for it. He doesn't... Feel the there's no sense of this is a bit silly, isn't it? No, he's putting he's putting Thor on a goat, he's putting the elf on a unicorn, teaming him up with a giant that doesn't speak. This is after the Gore story. Now they deal with Malekith, which is another fantastic story. Yeah, that's
0: a good villain too. Ooh, ooh. Who was not done well in in the nope. movies. Nope.
1: No, so it, it's it's phenomenally worth your time, and something that I appreciate, and this is a, this is a common theme for me as a comics reader, is listen, I haven't read any Thor prior to Jason Aaron's run, but I was able to pick this puppy up, dive into it, and did not feel lost. Like it's just such a well self contained story that it doesn't really matter what has or hasn't happened with Avengers, any other tie ins. Like this is legitimately just Thor. So if you're looking to dive into something and you want to actually know what's going on, here you go. First time you're ever going to see Gore the God Butcher, right here. So there's no backstory needed. There's no, hey, there's these tie-ins. This is, this is to me, peak comics. Tremendous writing, outstanding art, and the kind of story that anybody, like I could hand this to my wife, she wouldn't read it, but if she did... She'd look at this and be it. like, She'd enjoy it. Back on the shelf. Dude, I'm doing, I'm, I'm working on it. So I've got her in on the Marvel movies, right? She has fully embraced them. She loves the Marvel she movies. She doesn't know this is coming, Love does Love the shows. No. And I'm trying to, like, gently, like when we watched WandaVision, and I was like, well, here, you know, here's the new Avengers comic where Wanda has the breakdown. Like, take a look. And we just, we're, we're working on it, right? It's, it's taking time to get this far. We're just going to take it the rest of the way. So it's just, Slowly planting the seeds, watering oh. them, letting them grow.
0: I do, th- I do think Jason Aaron did a good job of making Thor interesting. Because yeah. I feel like yep. he's one of those guys that could... One of those characters that could get boring after a while. Because it's the same with Superman. He's like, oh, he's all powerful. Right. Oh, he fights somebody. Oh, P. of course he wins because he's so
1: OP. Yeah. It's all about finding the, finding the right villain, the right foil for that kind of yeah. a character. And gore is peak... Um, Malikith is great as well. Gore's my personal favorite out of what I've read so far. Um, but Malekith is great. He introduces another character. Um, oh my gosh, no, I'm, I'm blanking if the head of Roxan, Um, boy, it's frustrating that I'm forgetting this now. But anyway, the dude ends up essentially being a Minotaur. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, because that, that's who, uh, Dario Agar. There we go, because that's who, uh,
0: they were saying Christian Bale might be playing oh, in the new movie, Sure. and I was going to be pissed because like, I was like, "You're no. going gonna to waste him on a no. character that no. just turns
1: into a minotaur." Right, now, Gore the God Butcher, good choice. Don't for you Bale. dare do that to me with Christian Before Bale. Put anybody else in a minotaur suit. So, um, so he's a really great villain. I think I mentioned Malachith already, yeah. but then even the even the turn that Jason Aaron takes later in the run, and we'll we'll get into this uh, sometime down the road where. Uh, Thor loses his worthiness and can no longer wield Mjolnir okay that's fantastic and so he has to deal with this new female Thor taking on the mantle of Thor to the point that our Thor Odinson goes I'm not even worthy of the name just call me Odinson It's, it's pretty cool so good on Jason Aaron embraces the character embraces the cosmic the weirdness has a lot of fun with it and finds great adversaries or adversarial situations for Thor to deal with. It's it's tremendous. Can't recommend it enough. Great stuff.
0: And his is it his granddaughters that help fight too. Yeah. 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 I knew oh, they had a really part because cool. they all have What's their right? own
1: weapons too, the don't they? The ladies of thunder. Yep. That's that's one of the most hilarious parts of the book when past Thor, so Viking Thor interacts with his. Granddaughters, and they're all like relatively the same age, and they're just making fun of him because he's such a just like blockheaded idiot. He's so cocky, he's so arrogant. And they're just like, you, you are so, you're such a dick. Like, <laughs> you're such a
0: douchebag. <laughs> and he's calling them wenches. I mean, it's it's fantastic. That's fantastic. my point. Why don't we get those? I wish I wish he did say that. Can you imagine that? Although it would be, be hilarious, hilarious if in Thor four, like he meets up with some Asgardians, and then they're like, "Why are you talking the way you're talking?" And then he starts
1: using oh. the thesandals. The oh, you know what I would really enjoy would be some have-at-these, and for him to refer to one of his female companions as a wench. As a wench, that'd be that'd be incredible. It's. It's certainly okay that that word is no longer in common vernacular. Probably shouldn't be, uh, but my gosh, that would be freaking hilarious. So that'd be awesome. That, that's my ask. I'll, I'll just send my email to Kevin Feige and see what uh, see what old Kev can see what can it sticks. Deliver. That's right. See if Kev's being receptive. If he's like, "Hey, I'm in. I agree. Great idea. That's perfect." Do yeah. you think we're gonna? Do you think we're
0: gonna get any time travel with that Thor four movie at all?
1: I mean, anything's on the table at this point with, and we'll we'll get into like this. Like a young
0: Thor and an old Thor? Yeah, with what they're doing with, what they've done with and I heard Endgame he's jacked his crap again. Loki,
1: good for him. Good for Chris. Thanks, God. If I could look like another man, I, I would pick Chris. I mean, that's that's the dream, right? <laughs> you, you can't tell me, like, who else is there? He's tremendous. He's a specimen. It's hard to beat. Maybe Henry Cavill. Not a bad choice either. No, not a bad choice either. I'm still going to stick with my... No, I think my, your choice is Hemsworth, solid. But let me tell you, it's it's something else. There, I'm not sure there's another human being on the planet Earth that looks more like a comic book character than Chris Hemsworth. Like, just cartoonishly <laughs> cut up. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Time travel, I, I'd like to see some of that, I think. It's just—it seems like that's what Marvel's doing again. Get back on track with what they've done with Endgame, with Loki, so in the multiverse stuff that they're trying to open up. So I wouldn't be surprised at all, and that would be a lot of fun to see—you know—a past Thor come into play, to see current Thor interact with Fat Thor would be hilarious. I mean, there there'd be only good opportunities for great humor when Thor is interacting with himself like that's what happened to you <laughs> that is only only ripe for great things so I'm, I'm in what do you think what do you think we're going to see with, with Thor 4 because it's a pretty heavy cast list right like
0: well they got the Guardians of the Galaxy in right? there of the Galaxy which Galaxy? I'm going to be I, I'm wondering how much of the movie they're going to be in because it's going to probably set up Guardians 3 okay. I'm assuming Thor is going to separate from them at some point right sure. you think right And then Valkyrie's coming back, I know. Right. I think there's been rumors Sif might be coming back. She wasn't even in the third one. Yeah, she's been MIA
1: for an extended period of time since Dark World.
0: This is like the first Thor movie without Loki, so it'll be interesting to see not have him there. Right. Because then you have, I mean, is Beta Ray Bill going to show up? Can we get a Beta Ray? Because he's going to need some help, and he doesn't have the Hulk this time, you know? Right. He's got. Right. I mean, those are his options: Valkyrie, Sif, maybe Beta Ray Bill. Because I'm right. sorry, no one on the Guardians team is gonna help you
1: very much. Not with Gore, the God Butcher. No. no. Oh,
0: and then Jane Foster, Thor. I guess. Right. We are getting that too. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes you wonder how Mjolnir comes back.
1: It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be fascinating. I don't game. know. I'm trying, I'm trying to hold on loosely because for as much as I enjoy this comics run, I know that the Marvel movies aren't going to do their own thing, which we'll get into. Yeah. Which we'll get into. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, but, so, I love the comic. I would love to see... I just want to see gore be fantastic. That's what I want. Like, Thor's going to be great. I, I want to see a great gore. Like, give me a bad guy in Gore the God Butcher that is as... Just nasty and formidable in the comic, or sorry, in the movie as he is in the comic.
0: Let him murder a bunch of people. I, I would just be
1: bummed out if Gore and the talent behind him in Christian Bale is underutilized. Right. If he's got like forty-five minutes of screen time, it's like let's let's yeah. see some of this. Let's see what we got here. I want him in that thing from start to finish. Oh. That's, oh. What, that's what I want. I'd be okay if he doesn't like if he doesn't die. Right. Like if he. Persists as a consistent villain yeah. for Thor in particular moving forward. Yeah. Because, um, oh, such a good bad guy.
0: Opening sequence, flying through space. Yep. They go to a planet. All the gods are dead. And just black goop left behind because mm-hmm. that's what he just leaves behind his black goop. Mm-hmm. And then just a bunch of bodies floating in space from that spot. And then... He's, and then he just tells the Guardians to go because they're all going to die. <laughs> I'm so that's
1: excited what, for that movie. That's what I
0: want. I'm so excited for that movie. And then he's like, well, I guess I'm going to need some help on my level. <laughs> and somehow Valkyrie gets to space. Maybe Doctor Strange is like, hey, go hang out. Right. And right. then, who knows? Well, they're going to meet Sif at some probably
1: random alien bar. Dude, how cool of a weapon is the Necro sword, by the way? Um, sick. It's incredible. Sick. It's incredible. So, like in the comic, right? Gore isn't even present on some of these planets. So Thor is going around trying to track Gore down, and he keeps going to these different planets, With finding where dead their gods, gods live, right? And he finds these dead gods, but there's these uh, gosh, what's the what's the right word for it? There's these like watchdogs, like around the bodies of the dead gods, that are just made up of the matter of the necro sword that Gore has just like left behind to mess with whoever finds the dead gods it's like you, so not only do you have a weapon that can like take almost any shape that you imagine but you can just drop you know branches of it and go okay attack dog here wild beast here and i'm just gonna move on to the next thing okay you do you and there's it's no incredible. sense
0: there's no sense of them having him having them there though it's an, no. you know in reality he's like yeah they're dead what are they gonna
1: do just a nasty dude. Just a nasty dude. Anybody climbs in here? <sighs> tough to tough to be tough to deal with that. So pretty, pretty freaking sweet stuff. What a, what, For a great, sure. what a great villain. What a great weapon. Heck of a combo. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So good comic. Good content. Loki, you wanna talk some final predictions for Loki? You wanna go there first and then end with okay. I think you're gonna be on a little bit of a you know, I think by the time we get you to Black Widow and how you feel about Taskmaster, it's gonna it's gonna flow. Okay. And so I think let's let's segue gently into that into that realm. Okay. A little Loki talk. So as of today... Call July before the thirteenth, that's right, Calling before the storm, July 13th. Um, we are through episode five. Episode six is coming out on the morrow. So by the time you find half dozen folks listen to this, uh, you'll have had an opportunity to watch the rest of it. But I just kind of want to give ourselves some props, some credit because we've, we've been called it. we've been killing we've, it, we've ladies and gentlemen,
0: on fire. It's incredible. So really, call you me the to human the torch. Future,
1: right here, right here for you.
0: I'm on fire. <laughs>
1: It's a very direct correlation. Good for you. (laughs) literal flames. I mean, we were right about uh, Sylvie. She's not Enchantress, guys. She's a Lady Loki. I'm good with that. Yep. She's a Lady Loki. Um, Episode four, helped Justify. Episode three, Hype us up. Beefed it up. Hype us up. Let's go. Um, We are going to find out that it's in the Quantum Realm. I'm, I'm still so confident that that's a thing. And the TVA is going to get torn down, so it's not lasting after this Loki show. Sorry, everybody. Um, gosh, what what else did we get right? I mean, really, you could say it, and the answer is yes, we got that right. But what I really want to do now that we've hyped ourselves up is go on the record and drop some final predictions. Okay. Okay. So again, folks are going to be listening. You're going to be listening to this after it's come out, so there's no opportunity for us to go back and edit this. Final predictions, and I think the first and most critical is who is the man, woman, or thing behind the curtain pulling the strings that has created the TVA? The options are about endless. Could it still be the timekeepers? There could still be timekeepers. Could it be Kane? Could it be another version of Loki that we haven't met yet? Could it be... Fill in the blank. What do you think? I th- I've got my idea. But I'm I think
0: first. I think the timekeepers were a front, and that there should be a dead giveaway with the. Anti- we'll, we're gonna get into spoilers, guys. 100%. A little bit. 100%. So, um, spoilers for four and five, and the under- beat before. So, okay. they were definitely a front. So I don't think it's them. They were androids. They died really quick. So, yeah, that leaves us with, I think, three possible options. One, I think it's very possible that this could be another Loki mm-hmm. very possible mm-hmm. um I don't think that's gonna be it though okay. personally okay. but I, I can see that being like, "Oh, look who it is. It's another one Ah <laughs> uh, eagle Loki. we've had
1: crocodile loki now here's a bird. I love that alligator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that dude bit off a man's hand Incredible with no remorse. Stuff. It was fantastic. Um, I think the most likely possibility is Kang the Conqueror. I do think that's the best possibility right now. Do I think it will be it? I kind of yes and kind of no, because they've kind of built Ramona up to be this character where she's going to side with whoever's behind the curtain, no matter who it is. Mm, okay. Okay because she's like, I've defended this for so long. They're the ultimate, absolute. Do you think she knows? No. Okay. Because the way she, I think the way she addressed that one chick, yep. when she pr- imprisoned her, instead of getting rid of her, by the right. way, Right. she was like, yeah. you don't have a clue either. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she has a clue. And I think that will set up for Kang because that's mm-hmm. Kang's girl. Mm. So I think that's a very possible chance. And she's going to be like, oh my gosh, he's omnipotent. <laughs> So, I think I think, Kang, I think Kang is a strong possibility. I was gonna say the Watcher might be an option.
1: Ooh, nice pull on your part. Okay, but I okay.
0: don't. I don't think it will be him either. Yeah, because they, because the Watcher doesn't interfere with anything.
1: He just is there. Just the observer, so, literally the Watcher. Yeah. So for him I to be dumb, roll, type of way. Yeah. Like, can we just can we just pause right there and say? It's listen. It's fine that that, that that character exists in comics, but what a worthless character! He was made for a narration purpose, for an outside it, look. What a worthless but, character, like what? Of all the characters you'd want to be, even if you had to, like you were forced, like no, you got to be an evil character that's not, you know, it's unsavory. No one's really gonna like be that. Don't the, be the Watcher. The only, oh. he, oh. the only time
0: he's important is when he's dead.
1: The only time he's important is when he's dead. What an overrated character. Like, what an overrated... People are like, oh man, The watcher. Who cares? He oh, can't absolutely. do anything. He just looks at stuff. Probably a pervert, he... really. Let's be real. <laughs> this guy, this guy's not okay. Is that Thor and Jane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is not an okay person. We're just glossing over the fact uh... that he's watching everything. Everything. <laughs> everything.
0: Um, and I'm trying to think... Unreal. So that, that would be my like my third. Yep. My third guess. Yep. Kind of your
1: distant third. Yeah. And Kang I, being I, the first.
0: I think I think the most likely is Kang, but I don't think I can't see them wasting a fight with Kang in this. And I shouldn't say it's wasting, but I just can't see the first fight Kang having being Loki when he's going to be the main villain in a- Ant Man and the Wasp. Hmm. So I'm interested to see, and that's why I think your Quantum Realm theory is so solid because, I mean, he is set up for. That movie. Right. And he's going to be there hopping from time to time, probably. I wouldn't be surprised if Ant Man and the Wasp are hopping through the timeline at some Agreed. point. Agreed. And if they're doing that, then the TVA is gone because it's going to be free willy nilly. Yeah.
1: So. Oh, yeah. TVA is toast.
0: So I think. I think Kang is going to be my solid first guess. Yeah. I think. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other like time manipulating people that it could be. and – I can't think of anything.
1: That's good. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. So my my first choice is actually another version of Loki. That's really who. what I think, the direction I think it's going to go. Because when the show began in episode one, it ended with Mobius telling Loki, the variant that we're trying to hunt down and find is you. Another version of Loki. So it, from the get-go, set up the show as this story of Loki essentially against himself and one way or another in every episode it's been Loki against Loki whether it's Sylvie now of course they've partnered up or the other Lokis that they've discovered (laughs) with those variants or just competing with his own nature right dealing with that whole idea of hey Loki it's in your nature to fail it's in your nature to lose in your nature to not succeed, and him kept pushing against that, trying to change who he is, so it's a lot of internal uh, conflict, which is really consistent, really consistent with how WandaVision unfolded. Like, okay, Wanda battled Agatha Harkness, but a lot of the conflict of that show was Wanda dealing with herself, her trauma. Yep. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sam Wilson dealing with Steve Rogers saying, You're cap. Yep. Him not feeling worthy or ready for that mantle, Bucky dealing with all of the trauma from his past and the absence of Steve in his life. So again, Everybody's of, got trauma. Right like, right. There's there's these external forces of conflict, but a lot of what the core conflict was was these characters or has been is these characters dealing with their own shortcomings, faults, issues, and so it would be on brand for what Disney Plus, Marvel, excuse me, has done with these Disney Plus shows for Loki to kind of be on that same thread of it's Loki against Loki. And, and so that, that's, a, that's my strongest, strongest hunch.
0: And we also have seen, they've also kind of set up the potential of how strong a Loki can get with with the old man Loki basically building a fake Asgard
1: that scene was so cool.
0: And they, I, I love... That scene was so cool. Somebody said towards the end, he like knew he was going to die. And yes. He, and he just wanted to see Asgard one last time. Mm-hmm. So that's why he did Asgard.
1: Like an intentional self-sacrifice by this old version of Loki. And I just loved what a cool, poignant, powerful scene where he's just bringing Asgard up from the ashes. Yeah, And then he knows he's toast. And he just hollers out, glorious purpose, and then does a fantastic Loki laugh. Like that yeah. shot of his face.
0: <laughs> if they ever do an wow. old man Loki series with like an old wow. man
1: Thor, he would be my choice. That was that was so good. Like he knew he was sacrificing himself, but it was like he was mocking the enemy that was going to finish him. And so in, on this one sense, it's this old man Loki who is beaten down. Just thinks. Listen, we're Loki's. We suck. But then at the last minute, at the eleventh hour, he goes, "No, we can do better than this." He's helping out mm-hmm. these other versions of Loki, and yet at the same time, he's mocking his adversary. I mean, that's that's how Loki would mock Thor when Thor's about to yep. just smoke him, right? Oh, love that scene. It couldn't was good. It, couldn't get enough of that. That is such a what a banger of a scene. So, anywho, Loki is my is my clear number one. I think King is possible. But here's the deal. That would be such a out-of-left-field, quite frankly, because there hasn't been a single mention of Kang's name. Now, I know not out-of-left-field in terms of, well, there's all these characters... You mean in terms of the show? Just in terms of the show, absolutely. Would it work if they wanted to pull him in? Okay, I I could get on board with that. But in terms of how the show has set itself up, who it's introduced, I would be really surprised if... Come tomorrow, we're watching episode six, and Kang is revealed. I just don't think and, that's I don't think that's the way it's gonna be But go.
0: I'm okay with it being that mysterious character that everybody's like, okay, well why'd he do that? And then boom, movie. And then yep. like they're gonna be like, oh, we have to wait for how long now? Yep. Cause it'll be because I don't we'd have no idea what Kang's plan is for the future anyways. No clue. He could be No clue. He has the potential to be in like a like a Loki-esque character where yep. he like hops around, he's the main villain for one movie but then he's right. still alive and around or he has the potential to be Thanos level. And if they want him to be Thanos level, well, here you go. Here's your introduction. Yeah. So, yeah. but there there hasn't been a lot of besides Ramona or Ravona or whatever Ravon's her name right. is. Yep. Besides her, there's no real like ties to him at all no. comic-wise. Like, there's
1: there's really not. There's I think every like most of the folks that are at the at the front of the Kang line are really latched onto the Ravona piece, which is fair. It's it, and listen, it's as fair of an argument for those of us when we were watching WandaVision, seeing you know the character of Agatha going that, that's going to be Agatha Harkness because she uh, what was her name? What was she calling herself? Agnes? Yeah. Right. And so when she revealed her true name, it was like we know, like we we yeah. read the comics, we know. So it it certainly could be that I wouldn't be surprised. My distant second would be, obviously, there's going to be more that we find out with Ms. Minutes. Like, she's going to have a partner. I know she's got a key. And so, whether it's Ms. Minutes as the avatar or a different person or entity, it could be that ultimately, yes, Kang has been behind this, but all we see in this final episode is whoever it is that he's been influencing. Similarly, excuse me, similar... To how at the end of the first Avengers movie, they did that Thanos reveal, right? Where we realized, oh, so here's who Loki's getting all these, you know, these Chitari, here's who he's getting his freaking army from, here's who gave him that staff, here's who's working for that, or who that creepy dude in the hood is working for. I I could see that being the case, where we don't really So like it's an underling for Kang in a sense. Correct. So in, in that sense, if if someone wanted to say, Hey, I called it it's Kang and it's really the underling. I You'll would, give it I to I would give him a win, but I'd be like, fair enough. Closer to You're closer to being right than I am. Um, my distant third option would be someone that we just won't even anticipate, like Mobius ends up being the bad guy. Don't do that to me. I know. I know. I don't want that at all. I don't want that at all.
0: I was going to say. It could happen, but I
1: just find it very unlikely.
0: See, and I was trying to think of. Miss Minutes being, like, basically this avatar, in a sense, for whoever's behind it. Right. So I was thinking of, like, female characters. So your long shot, I'll just throw a long shot out there, Do It could it. be the actual Enchantress. Fair enough. Which, yep. that's her thing. She manipulates people as, almost as well as Loki does. I just... It is weird to me that there is this obsession with Loki specifically. Like, we're not seeing alternate, alter, alternate versions of... Uh, right. besides Throg. We did see like a little glimpse of him <laughs> trying to get to a hammer. But uh, like you didn't see oh there's not a different Iron Man here. There's not a different yeah. Spider-Man or a different Doctor Strange but right. they're they probably going to save those for later but my point is talked about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's only been Loki-centric and that's why I also think you're, that, that Loki theory could be I feel good right, about cause, it. I feel good about it. Because who else would be so focused on themselves but Loki- <laughs> He's that kind of guy. Whether it's like a right. like a right. pure evil version of him, or like a possessed version of him, or I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. It'll yeah. be it'll be interesting.
1: Well, because along that same line, like who could be the greatest threat to Loki, but another Loki, right? Yeah. So I feel good about that, but I'm I'm not. Married to that idea. I'm just looking forward to seeing how the show concludes. I thought episodes four and five were tremendous. The one ax I'm going to grind, though, is that at the end of episode two, and you and I discussed this on our previous podcast episode, Sylvie bombs the timeline. Oh, and they haven't touched that yet. They still haven't touched that yet. Oh, Like, I think we are genuinely supposed to assume that we're good. Like, everything's fine. And that's really dissatisfying because that was such a there was such a move that was just rife with potentials like oh my gosh like did she just create a bunch of alternate timelines did she mess up the sacred timeline like what was the actual impact and as we discussed there has to be a rhyme or reason to where she sent those yep. those charges it wasn't just random it's got to be
0: picked out she planned that for like 20 plus years right
1: and it feels like all that that was even though they haven't like, directly addressed it or explained it was Sylvie just trying to create a distraction to get all the Minutemen out of the TVA so that she had a clear shot at the timekeepers.
0: That's a possibility, too. Which is
1: possible, it, but I'm just really frustrated that they haven't touched directly it, yeah. discussed it. Because it was a big freaking and, deal. The, and then we go to episode four, and we see the, you know, the not the panel, the screen showing the sacred timeline and there's no branches it's like we're good but there's we're a, fine everything's been
0: fixed there's also a possibility too that that is addressed at the end like there, they're like very much so they're like um it's Mobius and Loki and they're like um so we kinda dinked it <laughs> you know <laughs> right. I, I okay and then another thing I just thought of too is there do you think there's any possibility that it could be like Sylvie behind the whole phone door
1: I'd be really surprised. I would be, too. It doesn't, like it doesn't feel that way I'm just saying, like, in a Loki sense, you don't think
0: she's going to betray at all?
1: I don't think so. I, it would catch I, me off guard. I, I also I'm, agree with trust, you. I've got trust there, and so I would be I'd be like, you I, got me. You got me right in the back. You got me. I'm dead.
0: I also agree with you, but, like, in the same sense, she's still a Loki. <laughs> yeah. So you never know. Yeah. I mean... And we're back. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. (laughs) Technical difficulties
1: Uh, from the old man.
0: What were we talking about?
1: What a dippy. Loki. Yep, you're on Loki. You're asking if Sylvie could Uh, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't think so either.
1: I think Mobius is possible. unlikely. I hope not. I've enjoyed Mobius so much. I'm so glad that... But he did go back to the TVA. Yep. So... Yep, so he's on the loose. Do you think there's... Let me ask this, because I don't think it's very likely that Mobius is behind any of this. (coughs) Do you think that Mobius is just Mobius, or do you think there's a possibility that he's a variant of Loki?
0: I don't think he's a variant of Loki. I think he's just Mobius. Honestly, it all all depends on who this villain is, because I could see them going down the route where Mobius is the new guy in charge of the TVA. Mm -hmm. He's like... It's like okay, we did some things wrong. We did mm. we messed some things up. Okay. Now we're gonna go fix it. Sure. We're gonna establish the multiverse. Sure, that's gonna be our job, mm. and then we're gonna keep the multiverse intact. Okay, okay, I like that. Theory. I can see that, and I then that. and then the end clip of him will be him on a jet ski, because that is a, a crime <laughs> if they don't give him that moment.
1: Right, we've gotta we've gotta see that.
0: I think that's more likely for Mobius mm. is. 'Cause I d I don't think you want to waste uh, an actor like Owen Wilson on a on a one shot. You know what I mean?
1: Just like for one season of this show? Yeah.
0: That's my personal. Yeah, if you opinion. can find a
1: way to keep him around, he's been a delight. I just it, it feels like for can you both ima- his character and Tom Hiddleston's Loki in particular, this is this is probably it. Can
0: you just imagine you know? him recruiting different versions of different characters and being like, alright, be we're protecting the multiverse and I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm the man in the chair. I'm sending so you here. I just enjoy so much
1: when Mobius called Loki a bad friend. <laughs> just kill me. They're dynamic. Just kill me. They're dynamic.
0: Oh, shoot, I just cramped up.
1: Ooh, that's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. Get it. Oh, okay, that that oh, scene gosh, that just slayed me. Dude, calf cramp?
0: Oh, it was the hammy. Oh, that was bad.
1: That's not good in the hand Oh, frame. I'm going to stretch that out. It's not good anywhere, but yeah. Yeah. That's Anybody not, who's watching that's that is
0: thinking I'm going to... I was dying. Oh, I wish I could have clipped that. Holy crap. That hurts so bad.
1: Good for you, except I'm so sorry. <laughs> this last two minutes has so been a
0: struggle. We hit the pause button. Incredible I cramped stuff. up.
1: Incredible stuff. But... uh, well, we're Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I... I don't feel like I said earlier. I don't feel married to any one particular way of it has to end this way. I've really enjoyed this show, um, and, and so I feel, I feel like it's gonna take it's gonna take some real effort for them to f it up to where I go. Well, that just sucked. What a waste of time. Could happen, but I I think they're gonna tie it off in a way that I'm gonna be able to have said I enjoyed that. That was satisfying, and I'd watch it again. Honestly, the key. The key to it all is figuring out
0: what that place is they're going to. They've just said it's the end of time, but it was a big-ass castle. It was a big-ass castle just floating in I mean, didn't space. did that make you
1: think of of Victor Von Doom?
0: In a way, but it also... That's it, not, not who it's going to be, it, but... It definitely... I you can also throw out, like, the Black Knight, but I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. Like, yeah. the only thing that you could maybe argue it was Merlin or some shit sure. setting up for eternals but mm. the thing I mean that could be something Kang took out of time but I feel like that would have been more he would have been more of like a pyramid kind of guy because he did rule Egypt for a long time yeah so I don't, I, I don't
1: think we're getting Kang. I don't think I don't know I don't that's the thing though. That weird I view.
0: don't it could be it could be some off-kilter doctor Strange villain that we haven't heard of right. yet as well. Because that just seems like mystic arts written all over it, in my opinion. Hmm. But right. Right. I don't know, because that's, that's the thing. Whatever that place is, if they give us a real name, you can tie it immediately to somebody else. And I think that's why they just were like, oh, here's a big floating castle. So I kind of want to... We'll wait till tomorrow. Yeah. You'll get a text from me at 7pm at night <laughs> being like, holy <sighs>
1: shit i gotta figure out what i'm gonna watch it tomorrow i'm taking a full day That's i, I can't terrible idea.
0: i can't watch it till i get off work Oof. so Oof. it'll be like four thirty-five be o'clock before i can thoughts. watch it Dang. i'm watching it tomorrow though i can't Absolutely. wait That can't Absolutely. wait
1: good things all <laughs> so, right good good loki talk good to get the final thoughts on the record it's been a banger of a show looking forward to seeing how it ties off um speaking of bangers let's talk black will do you want to go first? I'll go first. I and will go 1st i will 1st It might be first. a good
0: idea if you go first. I will
1: go first. Um, first of all, just good to see a Marvel movie in the theater again. Oh my gosh, right? Ooh, what a great thing. Uh,
0: I had the recliner, I was telling you earlier, I had the recliner seats because in my town that I live in, we live five minutes away from this beautiful theater and mm. I went to IMAX and there are only like 12, 13 people in said theater. It's glorious. At 10 p.m. on a Sunday. It's
1: glorious. Pretty much have the place to yourself. I, that's what it
0: feels like. I could have cried. Yeah. But. So. So here's the thing. I did kind of cry, but that's that's we'll get there. I heard
1: <laughs> I heard this I heard this opinion, and I concur strongly with it. That probably the biggest thing that Black Widow has going against it. And by the way, spoilers. Okay, if you haven't seen it, this, this is, is where spoilers, you. This is
0: spoilers, and this is like the first weekend after. So yeah,
1: this is where you. This is where you stop listening for today until you watch it and then come back
0: but you might, they might have stopped listening after we talked about Thor could have been
1: or I called the watcher a pervert you know who knows there were a lot of opportunities for people to log off <laughs> that's my highlight by the way that's it's gotta be the title of the episode right um, but I think the biggest thing that this movie has going against it, it has nothing to do with the movie it has everything to do with the time the timing in which it's been released Because the setting of the movie is after Civil War, pre-Infinity War. And and they they should have released released, it during that time. Yes. Yes, they could have released it during that period. It would have made sense. It would not have detracted or hampered any of our enjoyment of those movies. Frankly, it would have made more sense than releasing Captain Marvel... Yeah. between Infinity War and Endgame. Well, that's its own that's its own issue. Or at so least I, I think that's the biggest thing this movie has going for it. And I when I try and think of it in that context, I go, okay, you know what? Cuz I came away from this movie going, okay, pretty good. I didn't love it, but it was good. But I think had it come out in its appropriate sequence, yeah. And whenever it is that I go back through the Marvel catalog if you and go by time Marvel's sequence, I think I'm really going to enjoy it. After having watched Civil War and before watching Infinity War, I think it's really going to be, it's going to feel like a better fit. Well, see, if they would have at least built the future up Mm -hmm. a little bit more than just the
0: teaser at the end. Yep. Like, and we'll get into, I have more beef there, but... right. Yeah. Right. But if they would have just built up for the future, where they're like, okay, this is definitely the direction that this mm. character's title is gonna go, mm. and this is why we waited so
1: long to release it. Yeah. Then it would have made sense. But they didn't really yeah. do that. Yeah. So I, I feel bad for for fans, like for people that would say, "Hey, I'm a fan of Black Widow the character," or fans of Scarlett Johansson, because I feel like. She is the actress, and Black Widow is the character kind of done a disservice by the timing. Listen, I understand COVID was a thing, but even without COVID, if you know that it this is a story you in... want to tell, tell it between Civil War and Infinity War. Don't wait to shoot the movie until sig- after Endgame. Or make it That's significant.
0: Just- Make it a significant of why it's phase four. Why is this phase four? Because to me
1: yeah. it should have been phase three. Yeah, it's a phase three movie that's being released during in phase, phase four, four time. It's so, not, yeah. So that's too bad. Um, I, I think the movie in and of itself is really enjoyable. Um, I like the dynamic. I loved uh, The Red Guardian was tremendous. One of my favorite characters. My boy Alexi. I'm praying
0: Disney Plus, this <laughs> is my incredible. Disney Plus, this is my pitch right now. Give me a Russian Avengers led by that man. Do it for me, please, for the love of God. That would be amazing.
1: Yeah, he he was gold, and he was tremendous. The the entire cast was fantastic, and I did probably the most enjoyable part of the movie was just you know learning more about Black Widow's backstory. So that was certainly a strength. Um, getting to see her upbringing, the individuals that she had called her family, even though they weren't. You know blood relatives by any stretch of the imagination helped flesh her character out more so it did add to the black widow character I think it did that really well um, I I wish I wish some of the action scenes I don't know how to phrase this any other way I just wish they would have been better I think, I think they
0: were I think they were kind of hard to track at some points
1: yeah with the flow of how of the camera work yeah it felt like a undefined style. Like, what kind of a style do we want to pick for Black Widow in this movie? And and I thought that was a bummer because she's a really capable combatant. And so, I would have liked to have seen her have had another like, legit round with a Taskmaster character. Not yet. Soon. Soon. Um, Same with Red (coughs) Guardian and his fight with Taskmaster. Soon. So... That That is consistently a beef of mine with action movies where it's like, listen, you're you're an action movie. Your action needs to have a clear style. Her? Like, we need to be able to see that. And her fight with her sister was probably like the coolest fight in yeah. the movie. And like, yet there's not a lot of tension in it because you're like, they wh- know each other. Well, why they're are fighting. they even fighting in the first place? Like, why is her sister pulling a yeah. knife on her? Well, Like, that got a little serious. Like, yeah. whoa, wait, 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 wait. Okay, if we're going to use like... Household objects to, you know, to beat each other around a little bit. Fair enough. But Spies. You just pulled a <laughs> knife. Like, hello. That's oh, going to hurt. Like, and we just or kill someone with a knife? I, She's
0: good with it. I feel like her character, Black Widow's character as a whole, would have yeah. benefited more from, like, the Aquaman fight scenes. Ooh. You know okay. what I mean? Like, where okay. it was a pure pan of everything yes. going on, and it was just yeah. a consistent no pun intended, but there was such a flow to the fight scenes in Aquaman. That's right. why I actually really like that movie is because the fight scenes yeah. are so well done. Yeah. Every time, when Black Mana comes yeah. in throughout that whole town or whatever. Yes, that's fantastic. A, so she would have... That's a hell of a scene. And it would have just shown off her... Because she's, like, flexible and can yep. do a bunch of different stuff. It, that kind of camera work gives her mm-hmm. room to work with. Sure. In a sense.
1: Yeah, like, and there were times where they, like, went slow motion and so it was kind of a breakup of slow motion and then oh we're back to real speed but they didn't commit to that like they they did that early in the movie and then it wasn't a consistent style so i i was just i was thrown off a little bit uh a little bit by that. so i really enjoyed the characters in the movie black widow alexi um what was it mama medina um why am i blanking on her sister's name yelena thank you yelena it's like melania and yelena Right, which
0: they sound very, very similar. Right,
1: so I enjoyed the characters, both what we knew going in and what we learned, and as they were introduced in this movie, I thought they were fleshed out really well. Um, So a a good movie, not my like not gonna be in my top ten or top five, but good movie, good entertainment, Um, and you know it had Taskmaster in it.
0: I'll just start with my good stuff okay. before I end with my bad stuff. Okay. So, firstly... Boy, I, I thought of you with Taskmaster. I,
1: right? so I, I, I just did.
0: I am going to say this, firstly. So, um, Florence Pugh is definitely in my top three for celebrity crushes after that movie. That's fair. Holy crap. That's fair. I'm, I'll end it at that. She was terrific. Um, she was I great. love her character. Yeah. And I'm very excited for her to be the next Black Widow. And... No doubt. That end credit scene... Because we saw Falcon and the Winter Soldier first with Julia Louise Dreyfus' character. Right. Um, picking up U.S. Agent. She's yep. picked up Black Widow. And black that Black Widow doesn't know that she's bad. I think she's bad. Because the fact that she's having her go off a Hawkeye confirms every suspicion that she's actually probably Hydra. She's not good. No, for no, sure. She's not good. and Which is, I think, Julia Louise Dreyfus is a fantastic choice to get in there. I think she's gonna be that perfect amount of conniving. But yeah, um, exquisite choice. So yeah, Florence Pugh's gonna be in Hawkeye. They've already said they're gonna to try to get her in a bunch of different things. Great. Um
1: also Yeah it? good passing of the mantle. Like totally Oh clean. Like and just ends totally with well
0: her at the, the the grave. Yep and yeah, yeah, it
1: doesn't feel forced at all.
0: I think I think she's gonna fight Hawkeye. Find out, okay, Hawkeye definitely didn't want her dead. They'll be chums, and then they'll There'll figure be it out, and then That'll yeah, be a fun dynamic. I I'll be curious to see how they use her going forward, but I'm super excited for her character. Yeah, no doubt. She's got she's got like the perfect amount of sass compared to mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. Like their dynamic, their sister dynamic through the whole thing mm-hmm. is hilarious. It's it really hilarious. It worked really well,
1: didn't it? It was really natural. Yeah. Because you're right. Yelena has the sass. Scott Johansson's Black Widow is all more serious, all the time. Right. She's sarcasm. down to business. Like We're going to get that in there, but not sass. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Red Guardian. We already touched that. I thought he was fantastic. I'm so excited.
1: Time out. Okay, so Florence Pugh in the top three. Who else is in the top three? We got to know. You got to put this on the record. Selena Gomez. Okay. Do I have four. I think I have You can you can
0: go beyond three. I think I'll cap I'm gonna... it at five for now. I'll cap but... it at three. I think Florence Pugh's number two. Woo! And I'll say Emma leap. I'll say Emma Watson's number three. Kay. Also oh yeah that's and my... Selena's number one. Oh Selena's number one. It's but <laughs> uh, I there was a question. No, there's no question. Uh, I will say this too. Florence Pugh's
1: twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be around for a while. Thank God. I didn't realize. I think that's about. She's you know, my age. I think that's roughly the same age. Well, okay, so you've got a chance
0: there. Just, no, I'm just ridiculous. No, bracket. in a sense of like, can you imagine me suiting up as Johnny Storm in the next two years? You've got time. You've got insane, time. They, they haven't officially announced the cast for Fantastic Marvel. Four. I will dye my hair blonde and I will go all out. Do it. I swear to God, i would be Do amazing it. at it. But Do besides, it. So the good point, for you. Love your. That's plan. my pitch. Love,
1: love your life path. That's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic but I didn't realize I was reading an article Scarlett Johansson was I think roughly the same age when she took on the Black Widow role in Iron Man 2 like she wasn't really which is surprising to me I yeah, I
0: thought I, she was like in her 30s yeah
1: I, I didn't have her pegged as old but definitely older yeah, yeah. than that so she's still just in her mid 30s currently which so we could have okay, kept her around then yep yeah. but hey I get it to your point Really good, seamless transition from the Natasha Romanoff character to the Yelena. Do we know her last name yet? Probably not. Um, so felt very natural. Doesn't cheapen any of what we've seen or enjoyed in terms of Natasha Romanoff's character. Yep. Um, so she still has that decade of solid contributions to the Avengers and now her own solo movie. Good stuff. Okay, okay. continue
0: so we'll get so positives Florence I'm trying Pugh to think if Florence Pugh's positive great, that's great uh, the, the clean pass is a positive you red bet. guardian is a positive yes um,
1: oh he had some great lines I'm my trying, gosh
0: oh when he's talking <laughs> about how what do you think of my rival and they're like who and they're like Captain
1: America <laughs>
0: in a geopolitical sense and we're like what <laughs> <laughs> who cares like he's he's like that annoying father for them, and it worked perfectly.
1: Um, I just love that he's a past his prime superhero who is refusing to acknowledge that he's past his prime. Yeah, and he was trying not not only is he refusing to acknowledge that he's past his prime, but is trying to get everyone else to be like, I still got it, right? Yeah. Come on, tell me, I've st- you tell me, I've still the got whole, it.
0: The whole opening sequence with him coming back, this <laughs> just him taking arm it's
1: arm wrestling. <laughs> I think, and that's. I think it'd be great to see. And then see. he's trying to get some action. He's like, you know, I've been in prison. Right? I have a lot of energy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh my god! Wow. This guy is just cruising confidence. You know how cruising confidence. <laughs> you know how great
0: it would be, too, if like they do a series or whatever, and he just gets back into shape,
1: and he's just jacked? That'd be awesome. His redemption arc. I always want him fat. <laughs> I, know, want I, him? I always want him overweight. At least in some capacity. Maybe he doesn't have to be like... I- Fat Thor. Yeah. But I don't want him stult. I want him. <laughs> I, f- I want him on the verge f- of being a mall Santa. Like, that's great. <laughs> that's do, great.
0: I do want to see, like, uh, I would like to see what he could have been capable of in his prime. Sure. And he did get a shield. He took the Taskmaster shield. Oh, man, you're right. So he got a shield. Okay. Might not be as good as Caps, but he's Girl. got one. Mm-hmm. So. Alright, so we'll just get into the bad stuff. Okay, so that's Taskmaster. Well, no, we'll, we'll get to there. Mm-hmm. So, the first beef that I have is that there's, like, I don't know why he's in prison. They're just like, oh, well, he, he was done with me, threw me in prison mm-hmm. for 20 years. Why, like, why was he done with you? Mm-hmm. He, he, you were a super soldier. What else, like, why in the first place did he put you into the home? It didn't make sense to me that you're wasting one of your best
1: weapons in a sure. prison. Sure. Because he would have done anything for you. He was dedicated. That would have been pretty easy to explain, too. Like, it would have been very on point with the character to have like to have said that, well, he just got annoyed with me, right? Like, I was obnoxious. He, he, I pissed him off yeah, too but, many times. Like, there could have been something. But even then, that,
0: that wouldn't have been enough for me to be exactly. like, okay, he's exactly. such a... Can you imagine if Nick Fury was just like... All right, Cap, I'm annoyed with you. Prison, you go. He's not going to do that to Captain America. Russia, man. I don't... in Russia. I just didn't... I don't disagree. That didn't click with me. That didn't click with me. And then... Before I get into it, can we just talk about how last episode we just legitimately got done talking about how villains Ugh. sometimes in the Marvel universe are just wasted potential in the in the movies. I went on a Mandarin rant for like five minutes in the last episode, and you can find it and quote <laughs> me on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this wasn't the best this wasn't the best villain.
0: Three words. Kevin, sir how dare you how dare you do that to me first of all and in my other podcast i called this shit too from a mile away first of all all called it in our previous episode yeah, i called all of it i called all of it <laughs> firstly firstly how dare you make all of the abilities based on a freaking thing of goggles oh yeah, we're just going to watch TV all day and then goggles just infuse it into my brain and then sometimes it picks the certain ones that it needs. How
1: dare you? Some sweet goggles.
0: Secondly, character design. That is the shittiest costume you could have gave him. I don't care if China's down your throat. You give him a skull or you just don't do him. You leave him alone. Oh my gosh, that irritates the shit out of me. Thirdly, oh my, I could have called it was going to be the daughter. I could have called it. I didn't call it during the movie. I could have definitely called it, though, if I would have thought about it. That's how little I cared about Taskmaster. I didn't care about what was underneath the mask. That was never important. It should have never been important. Fourth, there was no dialogue for them at all. He was a, f- she was a foot, yeah, see, you you see what you're doing to me? She, she was a foot soldier, Great. She was just one tear up from a black widow. Barely. Barely. And it was the dude's daughter who doesn't care at all. Why? And then you kept her alive? Kill her off. No one cares at this point. You blew it you blew it. There's no building it back up, because guess what? You build her back up, she's going to be a hero. I don't want her to be a hero. I want Taskmaster to be a mercenary. Why don't you just be like, why don't you throw 15 gold tokens at the guy and be like, hey, go kill her. And he'll be like, okay. And then, the next scene, he's like, hey, go kill her again. And he's like, I'm going to need more money. This is going to be a lot more challenging. Give me money. And then, at the end of it, after the main guy dies, just be like, yeah, I have no beef with you anymore. He's not paying me. That's what I want. I, I was, you know what? I was going to have you print off a bunch of (laughs) pictures of Taskmaster and I forgot. And I was going to be like, this is what he should have looked like and this is what you freaking gave me. Anuses. Assholes. I'm, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. And then, Speaking of villains that I don't give a shit about, I did not give a shit about the leader of the Red Room. Did not care. He was he was a He-Man woman hater for no reason. He, you know what the worst throwaway line, throw line in that entire movie was? I'd love to hear what you think. It was this line right here. He, he legit looks at her and he's like, yes, you know, we use these people because they are the most, like, how did he word it? It's gonna piss me off. But he's talking about how women are just, we have a a plethora of them and we can just use them and waste them. Why did you say that? Why do you hate women? There's no point! And then you're using them as secret agents because why? Are you a pervert? I don't know! I don't you know, because the there's no backstory. Right. We just know he's right. making agent. There's no drive. He just has control of the government. Why do you have control of the government? Do you want to rule? We don't know, because you never freaking tell us. Why? And then...
1: I'm so angry. How does he have his own floating... Yeah, city? how is
0: he funded?
1: Also... Like, is he supposed to be the Russian version of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Which would make sense because... But we don't know. They never
0: go into it. Right,
1: exactly. And then, oh yeah, can we talk about this
0: one too? Oh yeah, so he wears this fragrance and if you smell it, you can't hurt him. If you're a widow, you can't hurt him if there's a fragrance that you smell. What the hell is that shit? Just let her bust him up. Or, you know, let her fight Taskmaster again at least. And like, also... Can we also talk about how they, how little they go into the move copying? How little they go into the move copying. First time, she copies Black Widow. Second time, it doesn't even show that they access it. She just has a bow and shoots it. We see the bow and arrow one time. We see the bow and arrow one time. She throws the shield occasionally. But, I mean, the only reason you know it's Captain America is because it's a shield. And then...
1: That. See, I didn't even pick up on that in for, the movie. For, I didn't even realize that that was like they didn't even make it a clear enough aspect of the character that hey, this character mimics the movements of opponents.
0: And that's like a throwaway should, line, too. Yeah. And then can we talk about how she just randomly has access to Black Panther Claws? And it's not mentioned why she uses that specifically or against Red Guardian. At least with Taskmaster, the actual comic version, he probably picks that fighting style because it's good against that person. But there's no context to why they're like... Like, she didn't lose... She, she probably threw the shield. But where's the bow at? She just carries the bow randomly. It's not, like, a part of her at all times. Taskmaster has a sword, and I think she used it maybe did she use a sword and by the way where'd she pick up the sword because there is not a single superhero that's been introduced yet in the timeline that uses a sword all the time so who's she looking at for real who's she looking at is she just looking at people online that maybe use one occasionally watching watching loki do some dagger flips like what i don't understand Marvel, why'd you have to do this to me? I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do this. I wanted to go in and enjoy Taskmaster and be like, you know what? He could come up again. He could if the right person pays him guess what? She would have been a he would have been a great person for Julia Louise Dreyfus's character to have under her control Val. Val would have done great with Taskmaster. Those two could have had like a suicide squad-esque relationship where she just throws money at him and he goes kills people for... Her. Buds. But we don't have that because you ruined it. This is your fault. I'm angry because of you. And you know what? Normally, normally after a rant like that, I'd feel better, but I feel worse. I, was
1: just
0: gonna ask if you felt better. I feel worse. Oh. How dare you. You know how sad I was in the movie theater after all that? I was like, I'm gonna have to I go I'm gonna have to go, to, I'm, gonna have to go to, I'm gonna have to go to JP on Tuesday I and be upset. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I actually want to hear your thought process on, process on that. So,
1: so I, I don't like here's the deal. I don't disagree with any of it. My biggest point of disconnect in the movie was why is this, like, why is this Dreykov guy, like, why Why is he that bad? I mean, not, let me rephrase that. Not why is he bad, but, not why is he the bad guy, but why is he bad? To your point, it's like, we don't know anything about his motivations. Like, he's just here as the bad guy. It's like, and he's just, he's an overweight white dude in a suit. Yep. Like, that, you put him up against Black Widow, it's like, okay, Black Widow wins. This yeah. is not a, this is not a worthwhile adversary. Like, And aside from being a dick... There wasn't a lot about him that made it worthwhile for him to be the bad guy. And I could understand if you're going, hey, here's the blend of you've got the the mind, the planning with Drakov, And then you have the execution, the muscle, the action with the character of the Taskmaster. Right? So there, there's a partnership there. Okay. But when Dreykov is hyping up his Black Widows, it's like, so who, who are you like... How are you using them? Like, you're saying, hey, they can topple governments. Who's? Where? Like there's a lot of hype and just a not, not a lot of delivery when it comes to Drake Cobb and his widows. So I was underwhelmed. Underwhelmed by that. I, I get it. Like, there's there a possibility for them in this movie to really lean into the, like, the human trafficking element, which is a, you know, obviously a very evil nasty thing. And in the opening credits... And so relevant thought,
0: to today as oh, well. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah, and so in the opening credits, I thought, wow, with the scenes that they were flashing through as they were going through the the credits, I thought that's the direction they're going to go. And it would have been strong. It would have been powerful. It would have been a little less family friendly. Uh, and that's okay. But it would have been really impactful. And so they, they chose not to, and I think that was a miss. But they could have salvaged that with getting the task master right and they didn't like they didn't he, that character in the comics has such a unique skill set of being able to mimic to your point not due to any benefit of exceptional technology but just through his own skill set and why was why was there a need to change that
0: you could have gave him a Disney Plus
1: series why where he there, just goes and hunts heroes. Why was there a need to change that? Why couldn't he or she? She would have been – like, it's, it's great if you want to say, hey, we're going to make Taskmaster a female character. Fair enough. That's great. Mm. But why, why, no, why no, does it no, have no. to
0: be – It depends. Depends on how, uh, how you do it I, because – Let
1: me put it this way. If someone that's not like – Latch on to Taskmaster with any sort of expectations of hey I've read the character in the comics therefore I expect this I've been okay with a female Taskmaster not- as the skill set of being able to mimic their opponent's movements like cool that's great I'm okay with it if it's not forced and the
0: only reason they did it is to make her a girl yep. like if they actually found an actress and was like you know what she'd be really great for the role yep. what we're trying to do with it fine but don't don't shove down the throat that. Haha, uh-huh. a woman. Sure. Haha. Uh-huh. Sure. You know just what I mean? For the sake of it. Yeah, don't be a, don't make, make, make them a woman to, for the sake of being a woman. That's the only okay. time I have problem with the PC-ness of our culture today, which mm-hmm. is again, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm we're going to get a real touchy subject if I keep going. But the point is
1: no but you're saying don't just do it for the sake of, of doing it having a female yes. character. Do Yelena, which is a fantastic female character. Don't just yeah, turn she's fantastic. fantastic. Into a woman for the sake of it. That. That's I, dude. I support that because that's how really I kind bad. of
0: felt it. Like it was, It's like hmm, you thought the daughter was dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's but, not. <laughs> that was too bad.
1: I, I agree. It feels very much Mandarin Iron Man Three esque, where you have a character with all sorts of potential, and they intentionally, and that's the hard part to understand, is why intentionally go <coughs> a cheaper direction?
0: Well, Dreykov was, Dreykov was pretty much, to me, a knockoff William Stryker from X-Men 2 in the sense of he's a government official. Well, <laughs> William Stryker is. We have no idea what Dreykov's up to because, again, you don't touch it. Dreykov was definitely working for the Russian government at one point and then got him got the dude into the red guardian into prison for God knows why.
1: Yeah. Guy had too much power, too much, too many resources for, for not no reason.
0: No reason he at us he's all.
1: The Russian version of shield, right? Give it its own name. And that's all we need to know. None of us Americans like Russia. We get it. We're like, sure. commie scum, board. but right, right. So don't disagree, ma'am. Sorry. I don't feel better after your rant. Um, I've had that pent up since Sunday. I hope you know that I've saved it for you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you I, I, I allowing let... it to, to boil for such a long time. Here, here's where I'm surprised. Marvel got such stern pushback with the Mandarin that they revealed in Iron Man 3. I didn't think they would do that again. That's what they did with Taskmaster. Really? I mean, I mean it's, like it's I the say, same thing. Like I, I said, it surprised there's... me so much. There's
0: so much potential with the character, and you yeah. wasted it.
1: Yeah. Watch, they're gonna
0: give, they're gonna give her a Taskmaster series or some shit, and I'm not, I'm not gonna care. I really don't care now. Like you took the fun. Like at least with Thor, you made him cool. Like you yeah, made me want to. I don't wanna, see how they redeem. I don't you can't redeem a it.
1: That's a, that's a dumb.
0: I mean, even with dumb. like Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp, you can kind of bring her back, and it'll be okay because she didn't leave off on a terrible note, and her character is actually semi-sympathetic. But, like,
1: with. It's tough. Okay, so, bring it back a little bit. Overall, the movie as a whole. I know you can't separate Taskmaster from it, so I'm not asking you to. But your overall takeaway.
0: I was going to, you know what? (laughs) Sunday, I was like, you know what? That movie was a seven. Now I've thought a lot about it. It's a six at best. Five, probably... A solid five. Six at best. Because I think I think the way you have to deal with this movie mm-hmm. is to, like, really enjoy it, is this really isn't about the villain at all. This is about Black Widow yep. dealing with her trauma. Yep. So for, for some... And I'm not saying it's a bad direction, but for some reason right now, Disney Plus and Marvel have been on this same page of, you know what, all this bad shit's happened in after Endgame and everybody's dealing with all this shit that they have on their plate, we're going to deal with that trauma. We're going to unpack that trauma and that's fine because everybody, there's a lot of people who deal with that shit. Maybe that's good for them to see how other people in media go through it. Maybe that'll help them. I'm not, I'm not against that, but I don't, it makes, of, you right? wonder, it makes you wonder what they're building up towards because, like we said earlier, everybody in the Disney Plus shows so far have gone through some sort of trauma that they're dealing with. And I feel like with Loki, there's going to be more trauma in this last episode. I would, like, can we see Sylvie? Are we going to see Sylvie die? Is that a possibility? I think that's, ah, a, she's I, fine. I think that's a 50-50. Hiddleston's toast. You think Hiddleston's going to be the one that dies? Yep. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I don't... Because you're like... Because he wants to come back and keep playing Loki as long as he wants. As long as Marvel will let him. So I just... I don't know if this will be his swan song or not.
1: Feels like it's it to me. But, well, here's the deal. Black Widow, big takeaway we can have is, hey, it's a seamless pass-off from Natasha to Yelena. We'll take that. It's a good legacy movie. Yeah, yeah. We'll let it... Um, it's, a
0: solid, it's a solid legacy movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, man. Are we ending we, on that? We gotta tie. We gotta tie this puppy off. We've had. We've had some great talk. That's good. Anything you wanna? If you wanna say for the people before we. I'm before gonna we say wrap this. Up? I'm
0: so glad we ended the Black Widow and not started because it would have ruined the rest of the <laughs> episode for me. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't realize how angry and upset I was until after I got it out, and now I'm worse off. So, you're welcome. Um,
1: Amazing stuff.
0: <laughs> if. if I'm so mad. Hey, um, good news
1: is you got a few weeks to work through it. I'm just, we'll come back. We'll come here fresh. See, we'll like, we can find that it makes us optimistic. There's got to be something out there. Watch
0: Loki just there. You go stab me through the chest, and then I come back in two weeks, and
1: we're like more rants. What incredible. the hell happened? <laughs> I think we'll find a way. I think yeah. we're in shape here, buddy.
0: So all right, well, I think I think we're gonna wrap that up. Uh you got
1: anything? No, thanks for listening. You know, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And hey, if you have any any friends that are desperate for (laughs) content. No, but in all seriously, if you got folks that uh that are into comics or want to get into comics, send them our way. And feel free to hit us up, you know, DM us, ask us, hey, what should I be reading? We've got some good suggestions for you. I promise so,
0: you that we won't ruin comic books like
1: Marvel ruined
0: Taskmaster not for at me. All.
1: Tell you what, comic books are—it's such a big ocean. Where on earth do you dip that toe in? Um, Where are your guys? Let tell you what—we've we've got some we've got some good experience under our belts. We've got some good some good intel that we'd be happy to share with you good we, places to start. Please. We are also
0: on the TikTok now under Magic Beans Productions. Wow. Yes. So that is, if you want to see me and JP talk about comics, boom, there it is. If you want to see me and my other co-hosts on my other show, Cloudy with a Chance of Beans, not a shameless plug. Um, <laughs> and where we just shoot the shit, that content will also be on there as well. So uh, come check us out.
1: and uh, Love it. Yeah. That wraps it up. All right, folks. Godspeed. Peace out.